0: What's going on everybody? This is Dex with the Iron Pitch podcast. Yeah, it's been a little while since I've last talked to you all. It's been about 2 weeks and like I said, my apologies, busy living life. And I wish I could be more consistent sometimes with the podcast, but unfortunately, you know, life happens and I had already had a whole episode planned out and I knew what I was going to do and talk about. But as I said, you know, we don't control the things that happen in life. I had a whole list of subjects that I wanted to talk about, but in light of the tragedy here in Kentucky and a few other states with this tornado that hit the other day, you know, those things I wanted to talk about really don't matter when there are hundreds and thousands of people that have been affected by this storm and this tornado that hit the Midwest. So, I mean, I believe they said that this was one of the largest ones in history. It's a 227 mile trek. I believe the last time they had one of these was 96 years ago, and it was like 200 miles. So we and my, a few of my buddies on the police department, we were mobilized last night from Louisville, and we are down here in Bowling Green. And, you know, when we got here, it was still dark, and there was not a lot of power. And I did not realize the, the amount of devastation that this tornado had done until this morning. We woke up and went outside, and we started driving around the town of Bowling Green looking for something to eat. Me and my buddy. <clears throat> Man, it's just absolutely devastating to see the amount of destruction that is here. And not only that, we were in a place last night when we got here doing patrols, trying to stay visible because people are already out trying to loot and take stuff from people's houses that have been destroyed. You know, as with any sort of tragedy, you see the bad side of things where when people are suffering, there are people in this world that exist that will come and try to capitalize on people's suffering. They will steal and they will take whatever they can. But there's also people that try to capitalize financially on these type of incidents and that it really makes me sick. For example, last night. We we're working in this neighborhood down here in Bowling Green and this specific neighborhood is ground zero down here. I believe that there were 11 people that they believe died in this neighborhood, mostly kids. And there's still a couple people missing. And there's a guy driving around in his truck, putting out signs for roof work. And my thing is, you know, one of the, I guess it was somebody lived in a neighborhood, a young girl, She drove by. She was so upset. She was like, why is he doing this? And that was my initial response. Like, dude, Seriously. I mean, we haven't even found all the bodies that we're looking for. And there's a guy already here trying to make a profit. And, you know, I tell people I'm all about the American spirit of business and making money. But there are just certain times where making a profit should not be your first thought. People are hurting. People have lost their entire, everything they have worked for to build, their homes are gone. There are entire families and generations that have been wiped out. And you have people here only concerned with coming to make a profit. And now I understand that people's homes are gonna have to be rebuilt. Lives are gonna have to be rebuilt. But now is not the time to be focused on making money. Now is not the time for self-promotion. Now is the time for humanity to step up And step four, now is the time to help your neighbor and do the right thing. This isn't about money. This isn't about claim or getting, you know, getting likes on social media, man. This is real life. People are hurting and people need to be comforted in this time and people need to be helped. But as I'm going on about this, there is still so much good happening despite this tragedy that has befallen know my state you know just driving around this morning with my buddy I mean we're seeing people coming together and working together people coming in bringing their trucks and all their equipment and doing whatever they can to help so as much as I get disgusted with people and humans sometimes because I'm an officer and typically I deal with people in their worst times or worst moments it's moments like this where I'm proud to be an officer and proud to be a part of a community in a state such as Kentucky Man, just seeing people come together in these neighborhoods that have been demolished and working together to try to help one another rebuild their lives and comfort in each other. It's a great feeling, you know, and I wish I saw it more often and I wish it didn't take tragedy like a tornado striking to have this more often and more so. You know, but it's unfortunate that it takes tragedy to bring people together, but that's just the type of world we live in, you know? We take these things for granted. I mean, I just moved into a beautiful home with my family, and while the storm was hitting, I was sitting with my family at home in the basement, living my life, just looking at my wife and kids and looking at my big screen TV hung up on the wall, just enjoying life and not realizing that just south of me, people's lives were being torn apart and you know, the things we take for granted, man, like you just come to your home every day. You don't ever imagine or think that you're gonna come home and your home is not there. You just always expect it to be there. You see your kids every day and you don't expect to come home and see that your not only your home is gone, but also your entire family has been wiped out An entire generation of your last name is gone. You don't ever expect that. that's because that's not what we expect in life. We expect life to always be good and filled with great memories, and we expect to have all these material possessions, you know, and driving around last night looking at this neighborhood that was absolutely devastated. And I was reminded of uh, Matthew 6:19 through 21, where it says, "Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy." And where thieves break in and steal, store up for yourself treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will be also your heart. You know, just, we put so much emphasis in our lives on the material possessions that we have, and we use these as a marker for success. But just like that verse says, these things that we are chasing after in this life and on this earth, This is all temporary. You know, driving around last night, one of the things that struck me was the smell of fresh cracked lumber and wood from these homes that have been absolutely demolished. And just seeing that, you know, being that I just bought a home and seeing how much money you put into this house and you give it so much love and work, but to see that it could just be gone in the snap of a finger, man, and just be completely wiped off the map and you have to ask yourself why do we put so much time and effort into material possessions down here that can just be destroyed and taken away from us in an instant you know when the truth is we should really be putting more time into each other and our fellow you know humans and our main concern should not be getting the new pickup truck you know buying the latest gadgets on black friday and christmas and all the toys and stuff we can have and just give that stuff is nice but like i said that stuff does not last our lives do not last we're finding that out now as i think they believe something like 80 to 100 people have possibly been killed in the storm thus far i mean there's a in the town of mayfield kentucky an entire candle factory was just leveled and there were 100 people inside and i believe that they recovered 70 of the 100 so far you know and the information is still fresh and trick on end, but it's just like this is this is real life man and we have to get ourselves in check you know i have to get myself in check quite frequently you know because when i heard that all this had happened yesterday it didn't really register to me as i was walking around in my home on my hardwood floors and looking at my kids and enjoying my life and you know i just went to the grocery store and bought some groceries and have power on in my home, it didn't register for me right away you know, that there were people suffering. And me, I'm just living my life and oblivious to their suffering. And one of the biggest things for me being on the police department and being on the special response team, you know, it's been a struggle the last year, some changes dealing with the protest and just with the way the city's been going and dealing with all the negativity. There's always times where I'm just like, I'm ready to quit and lay it down. Like recently, I was thinking about leaving the SRT team because it just it gets tedious at times and takes a lot of time away from your family getting called out on your days off. And I was talking to my buddy about a week ago, like, man, I think I'm about to hang it up and just stick to patrol right now and just so I can be at home with my family more often. And then right when that was happening, I was thinking about that. This incident happened. And I remember looking at my phone, seeing the message come across saying, we need volunteers to go down to Bowling Green in these devastated towns and communities to help out. And without thinking, man, my phone started blowing up because the amount of officers that volunteered, I mean, they dropped everything that they were doing in this moment. They were with their families, enjoying their days off, working, doing whatever, living their lives, completely unaffected by what's going on down here because they don't have to care. They don't have to be here. But seeing the amount of messages come in an officer stating, send me, I'll go, I'm ready to go now. It was overwhelming and made me so proud, man, so proud. And I send in my notification that I was available and ready to go. And not only that, you know, I talk a big game of being a man of character and of being a man that's other people and a man that wants to do the right thing. And the one thing I always tell people is, I always look at who is watching me. And I know that my kids, Brooklyn and DJ, they're watching me. They might not understand everything that has happened over the last 24 hours with the storm, but I told them that daddy has to go because there are people that need help. And I want my kids to know that when people need help and you are able to help, as a human being and as a good person, And as a follower of Jesus Christ, it is your duty to go and help those when you have the ability to help. You don't just sit back and stand on the sidelines while people are suffering and just watch people suffer and not have any stake in it. If you can do something, go do something. I didn't want my kids to remember this down the line, this giant storm that came through Kentucky. And what did your dad do when that happened? Now, they're going to be able to say, you know what? My dad put on his work boots and his uniform and went to work. I don't care if I have to be down here handing out bottles of water. I don't care if I have to be down here just standing at a traffic point. I wanna be here and help in any way and capacity that I can. And that is the same with my team and these officers on the Louisville Metro Police Department. When I tell you I am proud to wear this uniform, every time the city has called us to respond or somebody is in need of help and the police officers of Louisville Metro Police Department are called upon, we have always stood up and answered the call. Despite all we have gone through, despite the ridicule, despite the ongoing politics and still making police the bad guys in this day and age following everything last year, man, we are all still here. And we none of us hesitated to raise our hand to come and help. And everybody always asks me, why do I? why am I so proud to be here? Why do I stay with this police department? because of the guys and the girls that i work with and they are absolutely phenomenal and they're absolutely hilarious as well you know it's we're staying up in a college dorm right now on uh, western kentucky man and it's just good to be around the boys and the girls and the laughter and the jokes man it's a good time so despite the craziness and the chaos that's going on around us it's always good to be with a good group of solid people that you can depend on and that make you laugh consistently man it's it's been a heck of an experience so far so i'm not going to make this a long episode man there like i said there was so much that i wanted to get on and talk about but like i said now isn't the time for self-promotion yeah i got stuff going on with the book but know what my book right now is not going to help anybody that's not important you know hopefully you all are out there if you're listening hopefully you're, you and your families are safe if you can Go find somewhere to help and volunteer. Do whatever it takes, man, because there are people out here hurting that need you. If you can donate some money, go donate some money. If you can donate some water, donate some water. Every little thing you do right now matters and is going to help people that are suffering because there is a lot of suffering going on and a lot of people need help. And the smallest thing you can do, even if you think it's insignificant, the smallest thing you do right now is going to have a significant impact. Just coming down this community and praying with people and hugging on them, loving them, something—it doesn't matter. Ah, look who just walked in! My partner right here. You can go in there come on over, brother. Come on over, man. <laughs> Introduce yourself. <laughs> it's his first time being on the podcast. Put me on the spot, <laughs> Just came to drop my stuff off. Oh, he came to drop his stuff off. Now he's about to be famous. <laughs> But no, you know, it's like I tell people The thing that I love about this job Is people like this guy Is it okay if I say your name? Sure It's Officer Randall Richardson He and I actually went to high school together And he's one of the best to wear the uniform And I am very proud to have him on my podcast And I'm proud to be his roommate And proud to be his driving mate last night Let me tell you, this man How many hours did you work last night, yesterday? I worked my full shift He worked his full shift On night shift, 12 hours Got about, what, three hours of sleep, and when the call came in for officers to come and help, you know what he did? Didn't hesitate. Put on his uniform, called me, he's like, hey man, we going? Like, yeah, we're going, bro. Man, this man, I made him drive down, I ain't want to drive. No, no, (laughs) no, so he drove down most of the way, and then we switched out in Glasgow, man, and this man hadn't slept in almost, what, 20-something plus hours? And I took the wheel last night while we were patrolling around the neighborhood and he caught a couple of Z's, man, and Lord have mercy, he needed it. I felt bad for him, but like I say, that, that right there, that, those are the type of people we have on this department. Those are the quality of people that we have. So, you know, my hope is that people will look at this on the news and see Louisville Metro Police Department down here in the thick of it, trying to help out. And hopefully it inspires more people to come and join us and help in this fight and hopefully it inspires more people to come join this police department because right now more than ever we need good people we need more officers like officer richardson and the other guys that are here with me on srt these are some of the best that do what they do and there's nobody else in the world i would rather do it with everybody asked me why i left the border patrol and walked away from a hundred thousand dollars To come back to a police department that's under siege in a city that doesn't appreciate us. As I said, it's these men and women on this department that make everything absolutely worth it. And it's the citizens of Louisville that make it worth it. And it's the people in places here like Bowling Green, Kentucky, that are in need of help that make putting on the uniform absolutely worth it. And see, when you're a police officer, you wear the uniform, you do serve the community. But we have to remember, it's not just the community that we protect. We protect the Constitution and people's rights. And when you put on this uniform, you are protecting our country and everything that we believe in, the American way of life. And no matter what tragedy has befallen this country or our communities, the one thing that is beautiful is how people always pull together in the face of tragedy. You know, dealing with tragedy is rough. It's hard. It takes a lot out of you physically and emotionally but the best part is nobody here has to suffer alone. And we are here to help in their suffering and here to try to bring them some sort of comfort and some sort of peace. Like I say this it's going to take years for these communities to recover. It is going to take years for these families. I'm not even going to say get over. You never, they're never going to get over this. The fact that entire families and entire generations have been wiped out in the storm. That is something that they will never forget. But also, what I hope they never forget is the amount of love and support that the surrounding community and all of our officers and first responders and everybody out here has come to show for them. You know, this is what I love about my profession, and this is what I love about America. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Iron Pits podcast. And like I said, this is really an impromptu episode. Actually, I'm sorry I've been gone, but say life calls and duty calls, so. Don't know what's gonna happen in the next 24 hours. We're getting ready to rest up. Uh, well, well I was uh, one move second. This out and then lower I was getting it. ready to end it, but we just had some special, very special guests oh, walk oh, in. Okay. Some of my. Uh, oh no! Don't get nervous now. Don't get nervous now. A couple of my, my buddies here. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, fellas. Make them love well. Say it. Say it, Say it with your chest. I did. <laughs> 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 Come on you going? Oh, say hi. Hi. (laughs) They're podcast shy, man. They're rookies at this game. So now these are the guys I came down with. So yep, I told them I would eventually have them on the show. So this is me living up to my promise. (laughs) Anything y'all want to say, man? Uh, How's it going? (laughs) By the book. (laughs) By the book. Uh, but so I, I'm gonna go ahead and end this one officially. in this one now. Now I got. I've had them on. They can thank me for my service later. So, <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, y'all take it easy. I'll <laughs> see y'all on the next one.